News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you for the next, eh, let's call it 30 minutes. What do you say? Hope you're having a good Sunday morning. We will uh, keep you up to date on all the things happening in the way of real estate as well as, well, we can't, look, even the weather people can't predict what the weather's going to be, so we're not going to have a shot at it. But uh, real estate is what we're talking about. You can reach me anytime or to get on the air, 376-5483. Also here in the studio, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial, and his phone number is 645-0736. Good to see you there, sir. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Also, uh, Lee Harris. Now, Lee, let's talk about Lee because she has been not only with Limestone Realty, but you have been over at the, the Board of Realtors when there was a Kentucky State Board of Realtors as the um, the, the attorney for of record for them, correct? Yes, General Counsel of the Kentucky Real Estate Commission, yes. And the uh, and so she knows what she's talking about. Thank what, you. What number, because I, I always am wondering, should I be giving out your cell yes. number? You really want me to give out? Absolutely. Right, you give out the number. 649-7964. Call me anytime. 649-7964. All right, let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Casey. Yeah. I just bought a home here in Louisville, and I had a stake survey done before my closing. Now I've looked on the PVA from Jefferson County, and it is showing me something completely different than what my surveyor provided to me. Which one is right? That's interesting. Now, you want to take it, Lee, because this is important. Sure. Um, I would be willing to bet that the surveyor's information is correct because um, they are actually doing a stake survey, um, and they're looking at the figures. Uh, I, you know, Sometimes the PVA information might be incorrect because they might be going off something such as an appraisal or somebody's measurement, and that is probably less exact than an actual surveyor. So I would rely on the surveyor's information. Yeah, and as real estate agents, we look at PVA, we absorb PVA. If we don't have any other numbers better than PVA, we'll use PVA. But many times PVA is wrong. Yes, on square footage, on acreage, on a lot of things, yes. So, Lee, I don't know how much you know about this, but if an owner of a home looks online or their real estate agent looks online for them and they see they're being charged a tax rate, uh, on property that is online showing much larger or even a couple hundred square feet larger than it really is, mm-hmm. what recourse do they have? Obviously, they want to contact them if they're going to stay in the house. Yes. You can uh, contact PVA and just say, hey, look, uh, these numbers are off, and you could give them some kind of written proof. Um, if they don't agree with you, then you have a right to a hearing. And, um, of course, you have to take off work, and you have to go down there, and you have to present your evidence. But I have known people who have done that and have succeeded, you know, if, if you're being taxed on a rate that is not correct and you are staying in your house for some period of time, that could save you money. Yeah, and, the, and if you're going to be there for the that's key words, if you're going to be there for a period of time, but if you're not, then it doesn't take much time. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't well, know. you know, and anytime you have to take off work and go downtown and park your car and, yeah. and make a case, you know, it, it, that's time and money. So you have to just judge that, you know, how much yeah. do you want to do? And let's not forget to stand in line to make your case. Right. So, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to the phones. Hopefully, Casey, that helps you. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hey, Bob, this is Grant. Yeah. I've got a question about, I just started looking for homes, and, and uh, it was suggested that I find a, a, a bank first. 
What's the process? Should I get a, a loan before a house or a house before a loan? Well, that's a good question, Randy. We always say get a pre-approval letter from a reputable mortgage company, lender like yourself, before going out shopping, right? That is correct. And uh, now, especially our company, is really going the extra mile and making sure that we have uh, another our operations manager look at the actual pre-qual letter just to make sure that, that – the client is not out looking for a house, thinking they're going to get a house when they are, don't qualify for it, and also the realty. You know, it's just it, it it's a very serious situation with all the regulation changes and everything. So, with that being said, yes, that is the correct answer. And also, I think you need to make sure that your uh, lender is going the extra mile and having someone else look at it. The basically the underwriting department pre underwriting. So, role play with me here. So, you're going to be the uh, you're the loan officer, and I'm the buyer, okay? So I walk in and say, oh, hi, Mr. Rocky. I've heard a lot about you and your great things you do. So uh, what do I need to do to get home? Well, first of all, I didn't know I did great things. But So what I would do then is get a full application from you. and then uh, So it's name, address, work history. Social Security, okay. last two years, uh, employment, uh, last two years of where you, your address, where you've been um, – and then what we do is pull now, your credit. I, let me ask you a question. Sure. If I work a second job and I want to use that job in the application for the income, and I've only been there a year, can no, I? No, you cannot. You have to be there two, two years. Two years. Okay, so yes. keep going. Okay. So uh, then we pull your credit. We run. Uh, we we find out if you're approved eligible. Uh, uh, confirm all the information that you said you have, your assets, your your income, and all of the above. And then what I do is I look at it. And then I also send it over to my operations manager, and she looks at it as well. So there are some mortgage companies that won't go that far, that they'll just they say, okay, how much do you make? Okay, we'll write that down. And then based on the kind of a preliminary questionnaire, they'll issue you a pre-approval letter, which may not be worth the paper it's printed on, because you take that out there, you find a house, you put the offer in, you go through inspections. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, that loan officer starts doing some due diligence on the information you provided, and they may find something then in your credit history that will keep you from getting the loan, right? That is correct. And, Bob, you, you've brought that up to me before. You really have, which is one of the reasons my company sincerely made a giant procedural change. And it is. It's been – it was very tedious on the front end, but now we're very proud of it. And, uh, again, thank you for all your help. No, no. Yeah. Well, I, well, I just, think it helps all yes. of us as agents. Absolutely. Because if we're getting a, a pre-approval letter that's not worth anything – it doesn't help the agent. It doesn't help the seller. It hurts the seller. Oh, it's terrible. We've got to be careful about that. And i got to tell you, we are in desperate need of homes right now because we keep selling. Even, I know people are saying, oh, but I thought it slowed down. Well, you know, it did. It slowed down a little bit. And But what we're seeing is homes in the fifty to $350,000 price range, the absorption rate, which is how long it will take homes to sell that are in that price point, uh, is less than three months. Wow. Which, I mean, anything less than five months is a seller's market. So it's a firm seller's market. And I can't help but tell you, folks, probably the most important thing is if you're looking to move up, now's a great time to buy a home that's in the 350 to a million plus range because they're not selling as fast. The buyers are going into the wintertime. I'm sorry, the sellers are going into the wintertime. And buyers who want to buy could get a great deal. So why not do it? So, so how long has that absorption, absorption, absorption rate, rate been, been around? Been, no, I'm sorry. How long has it been in that three range for? Probably the, in the past two years. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm yeah. guessing around. I think it has been. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing yeah. the show for what, quite for a while. while. It's yeah. pretty interesting. In fact, I think we hit, do we hit Jim 150, Jim Finn, our producer? We hit 150 homes a couple of, a week or so ago. So we, we've done a lot of homes, a lot of shows about homes. So 
It's good. Yeah, it is good. All right, let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Katrina. I'm looking for a piece of property to buy. I would like to put a hair salon in the unit. The current one I'm looking at used to be used as a hair salon. I'm not sure if it's zoned correctly. Ooh. Lee? Good question. And a, and a, and a problematic answer with yes. this, right? Explain. Yes. You, it, before you buy that, you need to get the actual zoning of that property and then get the list, which you can get online or you can contact planning and design, which is what they used to call planning and zoning. Yeah. And there's a list and it says what kind of businesses you could have at specific uh, types of zoning. And I, I know this hair salon issue because I had a client who um, rented out a place, wanted to put a hair, hair salon. She thought it was uh, zoned correctly. She didn't check and... She did all kinds of um, changes to the actual structure, and then they came along and said no. Whoa. So they never did the due diligence before. Right. So what, ended, what happened? She couldn't put her hair salon there. She breached the lease. The landlord sued her. You know, it was a big mess. It could be a lot worse if you were buying Right, and property. buying, yeah, you'd be stuck with a property you oh, can't use. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So, Katrina, this is an important call for you to have made. Thank you for calling. Hopefully you take this information to whomever you're looking through or thinking about, because if it's not zoned, you're you're dead in the water, especially uh, if you bought the place. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, you can reach me to help you sell or buy. We are looking for sellers. We need them because we keep selling homes, and we've got a team of 20 agents ready to help you buy. You can call me at 376-5483. And if you want to see the future of photography for homes, I mean, this is something really spectacular. We've been doing this now longer than anybody else in the city. Head to Louisville3D.com. That's Louisville3D.com. You need more than just photos. We also do videos. But this is a virtual walkthrough and kind of like a dollhouse cutout of the home, of your home, that can be seen on the Internet by anybody. So take a look at Louisville3D.com. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is Kim. My family's yeah. owned a vacant lot uh-huh. uh, in Louisville for about 45 years now. And we've thought about building, but we just haven't done anything with it. But our neighbors have a house on both sides of the property, and they've been parking their cars and everything there for years, and we haven't mined that issue. But is it an issue? Should we be doing something? Do we have to? A friend of mine mentioned it, eminent domain or something like that. I don't know if there's anything legal that we need to do to protect mm. ourselves. Oh, boy. All right. Let's help Kim here. She's got. She's been there for a while, obviously, and then there are people parking. Is there a question of eminent domain? Yes, there's a question of adverse possession, which um, in Kentucky, if you, if you let someone use your property and yeah. you don't stop them and it continues for 15 years, they could claim a claim to that property. So wait, is 15 years the mark that you need to be watching on a yes. calendar? Yes, oh. And you need to say to them in, in writing or in some forceful way, you can't use our property for free, you can't trespass on our property. I mean, I know it sounds unneighborly, but if 15 years consecutively goes by and they say, hey, this is our property now because we've been parking here, we've been mowing it, we've been, we put a fence around it, whatever the case may be, um, you'd have to then prove that you didn't stop them for 15 years. And they have to go to court and get, you know, of course, some kind of uh, title 
uh, to that property, but you don't want somebody to have unfettered use of your property. All right. So let us try to draw kind of a connect the dots here. So if this is happening to someone like Kim, and we haven't hit that 15-year mark, do you send a registered letter or is it is a phone call enough? No, don't send don't phone call them. Uh, okay. Send them a registered letter. Um, send so you them. want to keep a copy of the letter. Yes, of keep a copy of you want a return receipt on the yes. letter as well. Yes. So keep a copy of the return receipt or the actual receipt. Right. What else do you, should you put in a well, file? Well, you want to say yeah. You want to say um, again. It doesn't sound neighborly, especially if you have a nice relationship with these people. But you want to say you know from this point on you're basically trespassing. We are not giving you access to our property. So anything you do further from this point on is not going to lead to adverse possession. It's going to lead to, you know, you're not there with our consent. So these are key words, and I think I want to just pick up on them. So by saying anything you do from this point on will not lead to adverse possession, you're not telling him to take the cars off. You're just saying anything you do from this point on. You're doing as a trespass and not with our consent. Okay. And, And they don't have to necessarily move it, but they're getting the message. Right. All right. It'd be better if they didn't park there anymore, but it, yeah. you know, at least you have that written. So if, so if three years from now they say, no, 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 we've been here continually for 15 years, you can yeah. say, mm, here's our letter. letter. Yeah. yeah. So there's going to be people, and I kind of put myself in these shoes. If I have a neighbor that I really like and I don't really mind him, but he, I'm now hearing us on the air talking about this, and I know it's in the best interest to, to tell the neighbor who's a friend, would it be possible to hire you as an attorney to send that letter kind of putting somebody in the middle sure yeah yes and and you know it could be anything it doesn't have to be parking it could be their fence has been on there uh some people have Mm. bowed a spot you know between the two lots for years and years and years and years and years and everybody knows it's not theirs but they let them mow it because hey they're they're mowing it you know all of that is leading to their possession of that property for a continued period of time and that's what you have to stop got it all right we're going to take a break, and when we come back, you know, home prices are up. Let's face it, they continue to rise. I will tell you it's unlikely, at least at this point, that we're going to see them come back down. I will show you and tell you, more importantly, why that's happening. In the studios, some great folks. Lee Harris, who is over at Limestone Title, does a great job. Also was a former um, legal counsel for the uh, Louisville and Kentucky Real, to, Real Estate Association, so she knows her stuff. We appreciate her being here. For six nine four seven nine six four is her direct number. Also, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial. Do you do um, commercial loans? No, right? I don't think uh, the very answer, little, very few. Yes. But if someone wanted to buy a house that could be turned into commercial property, you could. Yes, it's it's a little tricky, but yes, we can. Could do that, and you can reach our buddy Randy Rocky at Swan Financial anytime at six four five zero seven three six. And again, me, Bob Sikola, send me an email, bob at wesellouisville.com or 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? 
you need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-227. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. When homes are selling fast, who can ensure you'll get the most money for yours? I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've managed agents who have sold homes for thousands of dollars over list price. The key is to hire the agent with a smart, aggressive marketing plan. In Louisville, no agent sells more homes than Bob Sokoler. His marketing attracts over 1,000 buyers month after month and allows him to put an immediate cash offer on your home and offer flexible fees. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekuller, the Louisville Real Estate Show. We are thankful that uh, Barbara Corcoran likes what we do. We, we talk to her all the time. We're going to see her down the road. And uh, just the reason that we've hooked up to, with Barbara for the past number of years is she really does appreciate our aggressive style. It's kind of uh, very, very, very well-polished uh, selling of homes and buying of homes as well for our buyers, but for selling there's a reason she's with us, and we appreciate it, and she's a great lady. Uh, that's Barbara Corkin, by the way, who's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Is she? Yes. Oh, cool. If you haven't heard, yes, she's going to be. Uh, this is going to be funny. So, of course, everybody in our group is kidding me that I'm going to do a commercial with her uh, in sequence. And Bob, that. you're next. You're going to be on Dancing yeah, with the Stars. I don't think so. Not a, they asked me locally to do something. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> not a chance. All right. <laughs> By the, in the studio, that was the voice of Lee Harris from Limestone <laughs> Title and Closing. You can reach Lee. They do closings. You can pick, so they pick the closing attorney you want. And Lee's a great person. Her people are fabulous. 649-7964. Also, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial. They do a great job at getting homes closed. And you can get your mortgage through them. It's fabulous. 6450736 is Randy's number. So we were saying, and you may have heard, uh, home prices unlikely to reverse course. They're up, and there's a really good reason for it. At least right now, the, the thing is, what we're seeing is there just is not enough homes in the market. There aren't enough homes in the market in the uh, fifty to $350,000 price range. And supply-demand theory is pretty simple. You know, the supply goes down, 
Demand is up, prices go up to compensate. The uh, Here in the Louisville area in southern Indiana, we're in a way lucky because we have appraisers who are keeping this to a 3% more or less, 3 or 4% appreciation per year or in other parts of the country. I remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked to my buddy Chris Rattay out in Boulder, and they've had their entry-level homes were about $600,000. Where here, we can get into $100,000. So so it really is an entry-level home out there. You know, their entry-level is our luxury home here. So, But in any case, according to uh, David Blitzer, who's the chairman of the Index Committee and managing director of the S&P Dow Jones Indices, the current month supply of existing homes for sale, which in our area in the lower price ranges is less than three months' supply, in, uh, in addition to the slower housing starts, remain low, and their pre-financial crisis peak as new home sales have not recovered as fast as existing home sales. The reason new home sales have not recovered as fast is because builders, though they would love to be building faster, they can't find the trades. The trades are not there. A lot of them went out of business. So I went up to um, one of the neighborhoods for one of the big builders a couple of days ago. We're going to be listing a home up there and uh, noticed uh, there was a lot of construction going on, but a lot of homes, and they're just simply trying to get them done. It's just, it's a tough thing. Uh, we've got some good contacts with builders. If you need, if you're thinking about buying a new home, give us a call as well. 376-5483 is my number. We love feedback on how we do, but here's a case that you're about to hear where we sold John and Lori's home, and I had to apologize for the job I did. We actually sold the house too quick. Well, it was in one day, and we really didn't intend to have to move until the end of September. And then we got the contract, and they said August 31st, and we hated to lose the contract, so we said yes. But, man, we really thought it would take at least a couple of weeks, and then we would be in September. It takes a while. I apologize. This happens every too often to our folks. Did everything go smoothly for the two of you, John? It did. Uh, everything was smooth. Uh, helped us out a lot. Uh, your son took great pictures. Uh, they got put online and, and uh, made the house look really good. And and uh, everything went smooth. Uh, we were at the point where it was time to uh, do the closing, and everything happened on time. So, yes, it was a good experience. Now, John and Lori get a load of this off to Florida, and hoping that their home, their new home, survived Hurricane Irma. I know Lee, you were supposed to be just coming back from, but it got canceled, right? Because of the hurricane down there. And we were supposed to close on my family home down there. My mom and dad who had a home down there, we sold it, but it was supposed to close on the Friday that the hurricane hit and the, the, the buyers didn't show. Well, it was a a mail away closing, which meant we didn't have to be there as sellers. And uh, the closing offices are still closed since the hurricane. So I mean, that, that could a lot worse problems that the folks that are living there had to deal with. So, right. But anyway, if you and, the, and luckily, I think um, John and Lori had the, uh, the expertise of Greg, my son, who does such a great job doing our pictures and our videos, and he's a great guy. He's one of our advantages in what we do. So, All right, we move on. Let's, uh, interesting, um, one of the topics that we hear about on a regular basis, Randy, are reversed mortgage questions. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. I think it's Stuart. Hello. David Stewart. Yeah. I'm talking about the reverse mortgages that are advertised on TV. Yeah. Okay, Stuart. So, Randy, I I have not been a fan of reverse mortgages because I think you're kind of betting against yourself. What are your thoughts on it? I've done several of them. And uh, in certain situations, I think they're wonderful. Um, 
So then, um, what? Let's start with what situations are they wonderful? Because that's interesting. That, for example, if you have a house worth two hundred thousand dollars and you owe a hundred thousand on it, and you're like seventy years old, seventy can, years old, okay, yeah. somewhere in that area, it's yeah. sixty-two and above. Is okay, you can start doing. Let's just use an example of seventy, and you're paying a mortgage payment of nine hundred a month. What you can do is you can do a reverse mortgage. Uh, they will pay off the hundred thousand dollar loan, and then each month. They will basically add to your loan $900, somewhere in that area. It'll be somewhere because you're going to be similar interest rate, mm-hmm. all the above of what you currently have. So you can pay on the mortgage anytime you want. So let's give a quick example. So you start out at 100000 and then uh, the next month you go to 109000 The next month, um, 101800 yeah. and you work your way up each month. So then when you pass away, it, your estate – very simply is if the mortgage is uh let's say 150,000 you get 200,000 for the house net after mm-hmm. all the real estate expenses and everything then your estate gets $50,000 if you sell the house uh, for 100,000 they owe 150 they cannot take any other part of your estate okay so but what if, here's the question i have so what if you live longer than they're anticipating well, what happens is you pay; uh, they pay an upfront private mortgage insurance fee, yeah, and it goes into an escrow, and they have uh, what I understand hundreds of millions of dollars in that for that situation. And that happened in Florida quite a bit hmm. when the market crashed, yeah, and now it's coming back. So, what happens is if you live to be ripe old age of one hundred and three, uh, and that's that's where they pull it out of that private mortgage insurance situation. So, on a hundred thousand dollar house. More than likely, with your closing costs and everything, you're going to end up uh, financing about one hundred eight, hundred nine thousand. So I would tell you to do some due diligence, folks, especially for our caller, uh, Stuart. You want to make sure you talk to a number of people, experts in the field. Yes. Get a consensus of opinion before you go. For well, that. and the other thing is, if you can also write checks against your house up to a certain point. If you so, have the money. Do that. If you have the equity yeah, yeah. in the house. And again, a lot of people don't like it, yep. but they will not kick you out of your house. You know, they're not going to do that. So I got you. I'm just yeah. leery of the fact that you're giving oh. that to somebody else to control. Uh, yes. All right. Have you guys, both you, Lee and Randy, have you got hardwood floors by chance? I yes. do. You do. Okay. Have they ever looked tarnished or scratched or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, they okay. do now. They do. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, they all do, right? If they have any age on them, you may need to have them refinished. I met a guy, Mike Parrott. He owns better floors and has seen a lot of problems. So a lot of people I see on a regular basis have um, wood floors that are in need of refinishing. How do you know? I mean, from an example of uh, nails from dogs, stains, what else do you see? It starts wearing out. The finish wears out and it gets dull and starts the wood is start turning dark where the wear pattern is so what do you do when you come in to help rejuvenate the floors uh we usually just sand them down to the bare wood make it any color you want three coats of polyurethane and is that important three coats as opposed to one or two coats yes yeah. uh, the it more durable holds up better the number of floors that are out there there's the engineer there's the raw ones Anything you can't refinish? Are there some floors you just can't refinish? Usually the distressed, the the ones that have the grooves and the the dips in them, yeah. the hand-scraped floors, usually they're hard to refinish because you can't get down into the grooves. So 
those are out for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Probably for anybody. Right. All right. So, Mike, an interesting guy. Give him a call if you need spores. You might want to jot down his number, 267-3034. If you are one of our sellers and thinking, okay, I need to move all of our stuff out, believe it or not, for both buyers and sellers, we have a moving truck that's available free of charge. It's absolutely free. Just put gas back in it and make sure it's clean for the next person. And you are on your way to using it. Just give us a call at 376-5483, and we'll send it to you, Get the, or the information to you to to get that moving truck going. And also, if you're thinking about selling your home, we've got a 150-step plus another 50-step. So, yeah, okay, there are 200 steps to selling your home. All you need to do is say 150 steps in the uh, subject email and send it to me, bob at com. It's uh, free of charge, no obligation, and we will indeed send that out to you via email immediately. We want to thank our dear friends who were in the studios, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial. Randy, thanks for being here. You can reach Mr. Rocky anytime at 645-0736. Also, our dear friend Lee Harris from Limestone Title. You can pick the closing attorney you want, and uh, Lee's a great person to talk to. You can reach her at 649-7964. Thank, Thank you, you both for being Thank here, you. guys. Thank you. And you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. We hope to see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.